The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. Matthew. Glory to you, O Lord. As Jesus was walking on from where he saw a man named Matthew sitting by the customs house, and he said to him, Follow me. And he got up and followed him. While he was at dinner in the house, it happened that a number of tax collectors and sinners came to sit at the table with Jesus and his disciples. When the Pharisees saw this, they said to his disciples, why does your master eat with tax collectors and sinners? When he heard this, he replied, it is not the healthy who need a doctor, but the sick. Go and learn the meaning of the words, what I want is mercy, not sacrifice. And indeed, I did not come to call the virtuous, but sinners. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise, Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. So may I ask, what is it exactly that we are doing here today? It starts with R, and I know you know, and I know every bit of purple that you can see is reminding us. It's the sacrament of what? Reconciliation. Reconciliation. Well, that's strange because that implies that if we need reconciling, we must have at some point suffered unreconciling. We must have somehow fallen out of something with someone. You know, something needs to be resolved, fixed. It begs the question, what happened? Something happened. And we're seeking to redeem it, to restore it. Hopefully at least to where it was, but maybe if possible, even better. Even closer than when we began. If I can ask you... Um, if you, if you think of everything that there is, think of all the stars and planets and black holes and distant galaxies we can't even observe, but we just think they might be out there somewhere. And then all the tiny little atoms that we can't see with the naked eye, but with the microscope we start to, start to glimpse them. Why did God make all this stuff? Like, what do you think was in God's mind when he created the grand immeasurable cosmos that we've come to know a tiny part of? Why did he do that? What was he doing? Girls and boys, why do you think God created anything? Yeah. To create life on earth, good, good. And who of all people did he put right in the center of it? To create a future, yes, yeah, beautiful. But, you know, it's, it's humbling to think God has created this immeasurable thing and right in the center, he puts you and you and you and you and me and us like we're at the center of creation God desires for us to enjoy this stuff but he desires it hopefully to lead us to him because it's not just about us and creation it's about coming into relationship with God so God has created this beautiful beautiful lavish world and then he's put us in the middle of it and he's given us some responsibilities to care for it and to steward it and whatnot but eventually, it's, it's to draw it up back into God, where it came from, to, to allow it to become everything that, that he desired. And, and he says that we're the crown of creation. You know, the human creature sits on the top um, with, with awesome dignity. In the month of November, the church focuses on two things. And this, this connects to, to the, the creation, but it connects to us on our journey. Um, in, in November, the the church asks us all to pray very especially for the dead, 
those who have gone before us. Did you know that? Yeah, think of All Saints Day, All Souls Day. Um, finish this sentence if you can for me, because there's a, there's a certain irony we discover once we start to pray for the dead. We discover that really we're in the same place here. Um, finish this sentence for me. We think of someone who's just died, and we say, um, we pray for, you know, uh, Jimmy, who's lived a wonderful life. May he rest in peace. Peace. May he rest in peace. This is our wish for the dead. We, we wish that they would have peace. Who else wants peace? Is that just reserved for the dead, or do we all want a little bit of peace? I think we all want that, right? Yeah, even this little girl right here. We all want peace. Okay. And then secondly, where do we think, or where do we pray, and where do we hope that the dead will eventually rest? Where will they be? In heaven. In heaven. And do you remember that prayer that Jesus taught us? And we're going to pray it at the end of this celebration. Where he said, Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. See, peace and heaven and rest and, and uh, communion with our God, it's not for when we're dead. It's not for at the end of our journey. I mean, in a way it is because we are making a journey and, and the end point is God. But actually we can enjoy the peace of Christ right now. We can enjoy heaven in some measure right now. It dawned on me uh, not long ago, but, but while I've been with you people looking at the Sacrament of Reconciliation, that that little room right there, that little room, the confessional, and I think Father Andrew is going to be over there somewhere. Um, but when you go to the priest for confession, you're approaching heaven. You're approaching peace with God and peace with each other. And it's a little bit awkward. <laughs> it's a little bit awkward to approach it because you're like, hmm, I better actually get ready now. Like, I'm, I'm about to come to face-to-face -face with my God. And it's not awkward because God is a judge. It might be awkward because we think we're going to be judged, but God doesn't do that. I think it's awkward because we know, as Father Andrew said in the opening before we started praying, that we come to God and we say, hey God, I'm not actually perfect, like I need help. And there's things that I've done and I'm sorry for those things. It's awkward to say that. It takes incredible courage. I really commend you young people for saying exactly that in a moment. You're going to come to us and say, these are the things I've done wrong. And you've got absolutely no reason for it. Like you don't say, and this is why, to justify it. No. We're coming to say, God, please bring me into heaven right now. Into the heaven of your presence. When Jesus says, follow me, he's saying exactly that. Right now, we come to enjoy the peace of Christ. Not for later when we die, but right now, we journey with that peace. And we come also to enter into some small foretaste of heaven. Being reconciled with God, being reconciled with each other. Enjoying what God has made exactly as God intended it. So as we prepare now, in a minute, Haley is going to lead us in an examination of conscience. Let's prepare to, to receive whatever it is exactly that God has to give us. And what it is, is the fellowship of Christ. To walk with him. To follow him as he calls Matthew and he calls each of us. Follow me.